Jen. I'm the witch. Hi, I'm Vic. I'm the skeptic. Welcome to My Roommate's a Witch. Hi, so we're talking about crystals today. So Vic, what's your impression of crystals? Okay, so basically, I did a little research this afternoon. That's always a bad sign. (laughs) And... (laughs) What I discovered was that isn't the principle basically that, like, crystals have energy? Which I thought to myself, okay, I can understand that if you think crystals have energy, then that makes sense. But I feel, like, debatable as to whether or not they have energy. (laughs) Well, there's a few different theories, of course. Um, Some people think that crystals have... uh, have an energy some people think they have like a different vibration um than the like vibratory plane that everyone else lives in (laughs) what (laughs) what like the fourth dimension of time and space well no but like if everything's vibrating um some people believe that crystals either vibrate at like a higher or a lower level um similar to how like you know sometimes dogs make noises or hear things at like a higher frequency so kind of like that but with people generally though i think i am inclined to believe that crystals have energy um because they were formed in the earth okay so let's backpedal a little bit i guess my impression of crystals is that it's like um gwyneth paltrow and goop are you familiar i believe i was offended when goop tried to sell me diet supplements so I'm not 100% sure. (laughs) Okay, okay. So, I mean, it's just very, like, what I would classify as new agey, even though I don't even know what I mean when I say that. Um, Heavy eye roll from Jen. But also, like, I don't know, just people being like, I can... Okay, you know what I think of when I think of crystals? Spencer Pratt. Did you ever watch The Hills? No. Okay, Spencer Pratt and Lauren Montague, I think was her name. That sounds like it's from Romeo and Juliet. Um, anyway, they were the they were a couple on the hills, and recently he's been trying to like rebrand himself as like a guru of some sort. And I kept seeing, I think it was YouTube ads for him and all of his crystals. Well, I think that there's certainly a lot to say about um, like I think crystals are definitely having a comeback. I mean, I think crystals are having a comeback in the media for a variety of reasons, one of which would be the New Age movement. But people have been using crystals for, like, thousands upon thousands of years um, because they've always been believed to be, like, special and have this, um, like, energy-affirming or energy-influencing capability. Well, what do you mean by comeback? Because this is not the hit show starring Lisa Kudrow that was canceled. (laughs) I just don't, like, when did people, like, fall out of love with Chris? What do you mean it's having a comeback? Do you mean more like it's having a moment? Um, no, I mean, I think, like, paganism and alternative spirituality and the things that come with it, like sage and crystals, things like in that, in tarot decks, like, you know, there's, you're always going to have, like, a baseline of, like, engagement with people, right? Um, and then I think, like, in the 60s, like, as, like, the hippie movement took place, so did alternative um, forms of spirituality. So, like, they had a little rise up then, you know? These things, like, come and go in in sort of waves, and, like, the popular interest in witchcraft and in alternative spirituality, paganism, whatever you want to call it, um, keeps coming and going. 
um, which is fine. I mean, there's always a baseline pagan community. But yeah, I think like things like sage and crystals are definitely having a moment, but um, crystals in particular. Um, I read an article about how witchcraft like usually comes in waves and it has to do with waves of feminism is like when it comes into popularity especially we were talking last week about pop culture and like bewitched was in the 60s the tv show and then like in the i don't know whatever yeah so i mean like as we talked about last time witchcraft is something that is inherently is traditionally and inherently a feminine practice um and i agree that like um witchcraft there's a really wonderful book called um the rebirth of witchcraft um it's very extensive and very like um heady so like don't pick it up lightly but um it's it really like goes into great detail about like um the different ways in which the different ways in which witchcraft has seen like resurgences um specifically like you know they made witchcraft legal in like 1938 or something in england and so then there was a boost then you know world war ii saw a boost of people seeking out like fortune tellers and spiritual mediums because they wanted to know if their kids were dead like witchcraft comes and goes and i think it, what's really interesting um i know we didn't mean to talk about this but i guess it's going to be a duo duo podcast today um it's always interesting to me that we're calling this like the new age movement when really it's just like pulling from things that have been around for thousands of years um and i you know it's kind of a hot debate in the witchcraft community about like the sort of appropriation of like, you know, Sephora got in a lot of trouble because they sold, they were selling like a tarot deck, perfume and sage and like one crystal for like $75. Or maybe it was just, I don't think it had the perfume, but it was like a ridiculous amount, it was like a ridiculous amount of money and people were like the general witch community was pretty angry because they were like, first of all, that shouldn't cost more than like 30 bucks, you know? Um, And so it's like, or, you know, there's, like, that witch aesthetic on Instagram um, where people are just sort of, like, throwing on crystals for funsies or, like, burning sage because they think it's cool um, and not actually looking into, like, the spiritual practice itself. Um, I'm so, I sort of have an unpopular opinion because I don't really care if a bunch of 14-year-old girls want to run around with amethyst and, like, pretend to be witches for Instagram because I think ultimately they're probably just exploring their spiritual path and they'll get to, (laughs) they'll, I believe most people will end up looking at the deeper meaning eventually. Um, But it is a really big like debate in the witchcraft community. Okay, but back to crystals and the fact that, you know, how have you read so many books? (laughs) I just feel like every week you're like, pick up this book and I'm like, how do you have time? Okay, so what else did you want to talk about about crystals? What's on your, in your little notes? Well, I'd just like to go over some of the really kooky <laughs> uses for crystals and answer, I'm Vic, I'm going to say some of this stuff, and you're going to be like, what? Um, <laughs> and so I'm really interested. And then I would like, after I answer all your millions of questions, um, I, would, I have some like buying tips for you. The spiritual community has sort of reached um consensus as to different crystals and their different quote-unquote uses um i personally have never looked up the meaning of a crystal and then 
went and bought that crystal. I usually just go straight off of intuition. Um, we'll get more into that later. I don't have the crystal 1001 crystals handbook memorized, so I, I'm not here for that, but I'm here to give you some general info. Crystals all have different like properties and can be used for usually a variety of things per crystal, but some crystals specialize. So generally, like you can use them to ground, to heal, to attract, to elevate, for protection, thing, active words like that. Yeah. All right. I already see the look. What do you mean to elevate? Sure. So there are crystals that you can, um, so if, if a crystal has like, if we're going on the energy theory, right? Like has like positive, um, like enthusiastic energy, um, you might keep that on you to try and sort of lift your like energetic spirits throughout the day. Okay. Um, you could, so for example, so Victoria decided to take a, um, listen, I, I took one BuzzFeed quiz and then it turned into 500 story of my life. Um, but I took a BuzzFeed quiz the other day. It was called like, what's your tarot card? And jokes on you because I got the hermit. (laughs) But anyway, like the first question was pick a crystal. And I picked rose quartz because I'm a basic bitch. And rose quartz is um, the crystal that likes to attract sort of like an unconditional, like, like an unconditional, very like warm kind of love. And I always think that Victoria is a cold, cold bitch who needs some love in her life. (laughs) But, uh, but so that's a really good example of like a crystal that would have a specific attraction. What if I was like, you know what? How dare you? Shut the podcast down. (laughs) Victoria moves out. (laughs) Catch her on her new podcast. (laughs) My roommate's not not non-existent. I I now live by myself. (laughs) Um, Yeah. So you can use a crystal to do any of those things. Um, A lot of... So once you, like, decide, like, what kind of energy the crystal has or what it's, like, colloquially known to be used for, um, you can take that crystal and you can put it in your spell jar or charm pouch. Shut up. What is a spell jar? There's one by my door right now. Is this this mason jar on the table? (laughs) No, that's my drinking mason jar. It's just water. I have a cold. But uh, I wish it was fun. Um, No, uh... A spell jar, we'll, we'll do a whole segment on spell jars and charm okay, pouches. <laughs> spell jars are um, basically magic potion bottles, is how I would explain it to you. Love potion number nine. <laughs> okay. Um, cool. So you can throw a crystal into your spell jar or charm pouch to give it a little boost in its energy in uh, whatever you need it sorry what for whatever you're intending it to do um you can also put your crystals into different like layouts um so most people you start with one crystal and the next thing you know you got 35 like me and buzzfeed quizzes (laughs) (laughs) um yeah so you can like arrange your crystals in different like patterns or shapes to try and draw like certain energies into your life you can also like um send energy out through one particular crystal yeah so you may see a lot of people running around the streets of wherever you live with a crystal in a little silver or rose gold cage around their neck um and so what you can do is like 
we'll get more into this in the crystal care and how to do it. Um, but you can like charge your crystals with energy. So like I'm always running around with a big old hunk of amethyst around my neck to ward off these fucking bitches. Let me tell you, amethyst is a really great, like general protection crystal, um, spiritual protection, physical protection. A lot of people will keep a giant chunk of amethyst at their like front door to keep the bad energy out. Who's just buying this amethyst? Is there a shortage? No. Well, are we depleting the Earth's natural resources? I believe a lot of them are, like, probably lab-grown. Amethyst is, like, a very easily accessible crystal. They're pretty cheap. Okay, well, I would say my favorite crystal is jade. Is that a crystal? Yeah, so, um, crystal, I put, I just call them all crystals, but when I say crystals, I mean crystals, gems, fancy rocks, you know, whatever, whatever boosts your spirits. Um, I'd... If we do, we want to look up jade right now. It says jade carries a sweet, light, and nourishing energy that can feel very healing. It has a soothing purity about it, and it goes about purifying your energy field, (coughs) purifying your energy field in a manner that is accepting, loving, and wise. One obvious meaning of the jade stone is purity and purification. (laughs) There you go. Well, I'm going to heaven. Well, I I think, I think, well, it's interesting to me that you picked, like, I know it's just a dumb BuzzFeed quiz, but you were drawn to, like, the rose quartz because it seems like a lot of your crystal choices focus around, like, you being nourished, loved, and cared for. So, I mean, I'm just saying. Um, Yeah, but I, I guess that brings up a really interesting topic of, like, common crystal, like, amethyst, great overall protection crystal, wouldn't recommend doing anything spooky without it. I don't go to a graveyard without amethyst in my back pocket. Oh my God, well, why are you in a graveyard? Well, I have a favorite graveyard in Virginia that I like to frequent. It's a <laughs> small church graveyard that's been abandoned. And when I was little, my nanny used to take us up to it on like walks because it's behind her house. And I would sit and talk to this one grave no. for like hours. <laughs> That's weird. My preschool was next to a grave, and we did not think about it. Well, I talked to this grave for, like, I would just sit and talk. And Nanny was like, are you talking to someone? I was like, oh, yeah, they're my friend. Anyway, don't go into graveyards without amethyst. Um, Generally, like, your darker crystals, like onyx like that things that are like physically like black or darker are going to be your protection grounding they do a really good job of absorbing negative energy your lighter crystals will have like more specific purposes um like clear quartz is great because it's like a uno wild card you can sort of adapt to like whatever whatever you need at the time i did read in this article (laughs) that that's like the beginner crystal yeah is clear quartz yeah I mean, I guess I would say an unpopular... I really think, like, before you go into other crystals, amethyst... I think before you sh- you are starting to actively bring other energies around, I think it's probably a good idea to th- bring in some protective energy from the amethyst. Um, but I just feel very passionately about that. Well, are the other crystals' energies evil? No, that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying, like, if you're trying to, like... Well, before you do, like, spooky things. Yes, definitely before you do anything spooky but i think like before i think i just think amethyst is a good starter crystal to keep things like safe in general so something so a lot of people also use crystals in like reiki healing and in relationship to chakras um so you can get crystals in a different color with your chakra i know there are like reiki healers who will put like color 
coated crystals onto your chakras. Can I tell you, I went to Tisch School of the Arts. (laughs) And in one of my classes, it was very, like, this teacher was a very, was an older hippie, like, and she had us do a whole session, several classes on chakras. And I was just like, I'm not here for this. This is garbage. And then one of the people, I just felt like the reason I was so opposed to it was that I felt like a lot of people in the class that were having like, okay, that was a lot of noise. I'm sorry. It's my reasonable straw. The reason that I was so opposed to it was because I felt like a lot of people in the class were just like performing. And for me, it was like, focus on your chakra. I was like, I legitimately don't feel anything. But then it's again, it's the whole fact of like, if I'm sitting there being like, I don't believe in this and it's not going to affect me. Well, and I think, I, I don't think you're wrong about the, this idea that people um, will perform. Um, I think it's, that's why Reiki is not usually done in a group setting. Um <laughs> I'll also say, not to, I mean, not to, I don't know a ton about Reiki, so. I don't think we were doing Reiki. I think it was just, like, chakra work. Maybe, like, yoga. Well, that's really <laughs> strange to me, I guess. I think something else about you that I've noticed is, like, you're a bit more of a private person. And so I think, like, the I perhaps for you to be, like, exposed publicly to work on your chakras was not, like, the environment for you to be, like, trying to... Re- least trauma from your like third shot you know what I mean like I just don't think that's the right setting in which you would get anything done spiritually yeah and I feel like that's why I failed acting (laughs) so if you've heard of chakras wait I'd like to make it clear that I didn't fail out of acting school I graduated if you're the agent that Victoria met with last week, she graduated with t- from Tish with the highest honors. Um, so I'm going to say one thing, and then I'm going to say a shocking thing that's going to make you throw the mic across the room. So um, another great use for crystals is pendulums. Do you know what those are? Any idea? Yeah, she's making a U-shape with her <laughs> fingers. So you can use a pendulum um, to help you with, like, simple, like, <gasps> hypnotizing people. You can use a pendulum to make, like, simple energetic choices, like... Look, I don't use pendulums to TV. Wait, but can you not hypnotize people? Hypnotize people? Hypnotize and mesmerizing me. She was everything I dreamed she'd be. Sweet surrender, what did I? Oh my god, I do know that song, but you were singing it so weirdly. I have a cold. Anyway, um, people put crystals on the ends of their pendulums well okay but do they hypnotize people with them they can not everyone does they're actually used to make like energetic uh like reads quickly what's this thing that's gonna blow my mind have you ever heard of a shock rub what are we talking about here i'm i don't like it already i don't like the look on your face missy (laughs) so a shock rub is a i'm scared my mom listens to dildo Made out of a large piece of crystal. I have no comment. And people use it to conjure womb magic? (gasps) Shut up, because I read in this article about how someone had been using crystals and she couldn't have a baby and then she had a baby and I was like, that sounds like not real. Well, I I can't speak to that serious (laughs) of uh, effectiveness. Um, But yeah, but so the idea is that like you can reach... Like, so, if you had sexual trauma, you could use 
an amethyst shock rub um, to like work on regrounding yourself and to building like your sense of safety within your body. Um, there's a bunch of different kinds. I don't own one because they're like $200. I think this is very weird. Like, okay. I, and I don't mean like, I am not trying to poo poo anyone else's <laughs> beliefs. I just think that that kind of thing is you just work it out in therapy. <laughs> Why do you have to self treat? And I feel like that's weird, especially if you don't know what you're doing. Like, I almost want to put a disclaimer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't try anything without reason. I'm, we are not doctors. Um, well, I think it's a valid option for people. You know, there's something about, like, trying to reconnect with yourself. Um, and if you feel like a crystal is going to amplify or help that, or a shock rub, for that matter, um, I don't really see a problem with it at all you can also do if you're turned off by the shock rub um they do they make these things called jade eggs which are like weighted vaginal eggs made out of different crystals and it that actually is like medically proven it strengthens your pelvic floor like kegels exactly but with a witchy touch witchy kegels oh my god (laughs) yeah so thoughts on shock rubs anymore well, I feel like I already, you know, my mom listens to this. <laughs> so if I was so inclined, how would I go about purchasing a resinol? So I'd recommend um, going to the local, they're not usually called witch shops, but <laughs> but spiritual shops um, usually have a pretty like wide selection of crystals. I recommend you like go in when you have some time to like look around um, so you're not rushed. There's a couple different theories on whether you should use your dominant hand or your non-dominant hand <laughs> to pick your crystal. What do you mean? Like to just pick it up? Well, to select it. Okay, so to pick it up. I guess you could say that. So most shops will have like the crystal name and then like what it does, like right next, like written on a piece of paper by it. Um, I don't usually read those. I usually like... I'll get the itch that I'm like, hmm, I need a new crystal today. And so then I'll make my way up to the Namaste Bookshop on 14th. And I'll, like, um, hover. I use my non-dominant hand because I feel like it's more perceiving. Um, but use whichever one you feel inclined to. And then I sort of, like, wait to feel, like, drawn to something. And, yeah, and I pick a crystal from there based on that. I think it's always a good idea to sort of, like, hold the crystal in the palm of your hand and, like, take a little walk to see if your energies are jiving. You're just, like, a jaunt around the store. (laughs) Yeah, well, pretend to be looking at, like, something else, but that's what I always do. (laughs) And everyone else is doing it, but we're all trying to pretend like we're not doing it. It's really funny to watch. They don't think you're, like, trying to steal the crystal? No, you're... That's kind of, like, standard... It's encouraged. (laughs) It's encouraged. You gotta take your new... It's like a new dog. You gotta take it for a little walk. Um, Don't put it in your pocket, though, obviously, because then they'll think you're stealing it. But if you're getting more than one crystal, I recommend you, like, hold them both in your hand at the same time and take a walk with them both, you know? Just kind of get... See if they're jiving together. See if they're jiving with you. Um, And that's how I recommend, like, selecting a crystal. Yeah. Do you have questions on crystal selection? Well, so are you not supposed to go in and be, like... I know what I want already. Like, I've picked it out. You totally can. So if you're like, you know what? I really need some rose quartz. But they're going to have... Because you're a basic bitch. Um, they're going to have, like, usually, like, a whole bowl full of, like, 10 to 30. 
And so then you have to pick your individual crystal. Um, and so I recommend like trying to find one, like that's your crystal, you know, like which one are you jiving with? Cause there's going to be a lot of options and there's a lot by way of like different shapes and sizes. So I've heard that people go in and they're like, this one's, they don't use this intuition at all. They're just like, this one's prettier than the others. So I'm going to take it home. It's like ugly duck syndrome. I don't know. Well, there's a cynical way to view that. And then there's the positive way with which I like to view that. Um, I think, like, you can view that as, like, all oh, these dumb teeth. They're usually, look, last time I went to buy a crystal, pack of fucking 15-year-old girls gossiping, giggling. Well, listen, the last time I went to buy bubble tea, it was just a pack of 15-year-olds. Yeah, so I saw this, like, pack of 15-year-old girls, and it was pretty clear that, like, they weren't here for some higher spiritual purpose. They were like, we're going to get a crystal and look cute. Um, and I could tell that some of the other patrons were kind of annoyed with that. Um, and I think that's... I- at the Namaste bookstore. You told me that was one of the more accepting ones. <laughs> it is. I really do like the Namaste book. It was very crowded, too. It was kind of like, it was peak time. It was peak crystal buying time. But yeah, but so it's like, you can be cynical and be like, oh, these girls are just here to like take an Instagram photo with their new crystal. Um, but I also think like, everybody can use a crystal. Everyone can benefit from a crystal. And like, so the girls... Maybe they happen, I, I would bet they probably picked up the, the crystal they needed to take home that day, you know? Um, it's kind of like how you got your cat. Okay, how dare you <laughs> equate the two. Um, my cat, okay, here, well, it is interesting. I was about to say my cat is a living human human being. <laughs> Whoa. My cat is a living entity, but... And you think my beliefs are crazy. <laughs> but I don't know what... <laughs> But you're saying crystals have energy, so who knows? It's like when Pocahontas touches the rock and it glows yellow. I don't, I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> She's like, I know every rock and tree and creature. She oh, touches okay. them all. And John Smith's like, why are they glowing yellow? And Pocahontas is like, well, you know what's upsetting about that movie? <laughs> it's grossly historically inaccurate. And the fact that John Smith just lands in America and Pocahontas just knows English. Well, and then there's the fact that Pocahontas was actually 12, and John Smith was, like, 40, and then Pocahontas would marry John Rolfe, not John Smith, get shipped over to England, and then die of, like, strep throat. Okay, but, yeah, and did you see Pocahontas, too? No, does she die of strep throat? I think she might. It's all about, I don't remember the ending, it's all about her trying to, like, assimilate to life in London. Again, I'm not endorsing these movies, they're not good. (laughs) Yeah, retweet. Anyway, so you have your crystal, (laughs) and you're ready to bring her home for the first time. Um, so that crystal, lots of people have been touching her. Lots of people have been dropping their energy on her. Oh my God. It's like the underwear at Victoria's Secret during the semi-annual sale. Ew, but also true. Um, so you're going to want to do, you might want to wash it for real, like actually just wash it, but you're also going to want to do some spiritual cleansing of that crystal. Um, and there's a lot of different ways you can cleanse a crystal. I would look up your specific crystal because some crystals can go in water, some can't, some need a bath and can go into like a thing of salt to be cl- cleaned, some can't. But some basic, a really good crystal cleanser, sage, you can always sage your crystals, just get that smoke around them. Light your sage, ask the smoke to carry out the energy you don't want on the crystal. Wham, bam, she's cleaned. You can also leave your crystal out under a full moon. Or in any sort of moonlight to clean it. Yeah, so some other crystals. So those will gen- those will work for any crystal and won't damage any crystal. Um, there are other methods. So some people like to soak their crystal in water. 
Some people put their crystal in a bowl of salt. Um, some people put their crystal in a bowl of salt water. Some people bury it in the backyard. These are all different and let it let the energy like release into the earth. These are all different ways to cleanse your crystal. Um, I definitely recommend that you look your crystal up online so you don't accidentally hurt it. Go on. Is this why the other day you were like, I need to bury something in the backyard? And we were like, Jen, the backyard is turf. Like, it's not real grass. I was actually going to try and bury the last of my Salwin festivities. No comment. You can't, like, there's a slice of pumpkin loaf I left out for a wandering spirit, but I can't eat it and I don't want to throw it in the trash, so I'm going to bury it in the backyard. Any more questions? Great. And on that note... (laughs) Well, let me tell you a fun little story about Harry Potter. (laughs) When I was six years old, I had a Harry Potter-themed birthday party. Okay? I had another one when I was, I think, 16. Ten years apart. And in the first one, I had memorized the Sorting Hat's entire first song because I was a little nerd... And then I made all of the kids sit in, like, a chair, and I hid behind the chair, and I had a little, like, boom box with a microphone, and I would recite the the song. It was kind of a song, but I didn't sing it. I just did it as, like, a rhyme. A poem, if you will. For every kid that sat down in that chair, I did it, and then I sorted them. That was my sixth birthday. (laughs) And you wonder why I need a loving crystal. So what I hear you saying is you were a dictator. No, (laughs) I was benevolent, though. Like, sometimes the parents would be like, they really want to be in this house. And I'd be like, fine. (laughs) Oh, man. Fun times. My fifth birthday was (laughs) Hercules-themed. We can go through all my birthdays on another podcast. (laughs) I think oh, they all had themes. Ooh. We'll do a Zodiac week. Yeah. And we'll go through all of your traumatic childhood birthdays and real figure out why you need all of these loving crystals. What? Oh my god, I had one birthday at a clown. It's all coming back to me. I do want to do um, a session on... A session. <laughs> a podcast on astrology. I'm Jen. And I'm Vic. And, and that's, that's the spook. spook. I ate it already.